Hi everyone, today is March 18th, 2023. It's the Duel Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. We're past the 300th episode, so let's go on to the next phase here. Um, bunch of little things this week. We have the 25th anniversary of the game. Uh, not Duel Links, but Yu-Gi-Oh! itself. Tag Duel Tournament. A repeated event with two new cards. Quentin is here. The brother of... Trey and Quattro, not an acquisition event, but a roaming event. Two new cards there. We have a new structure deck, EX, as well. So this will be a quick little episode. Um, not a whole lot going on here. So my week, I guess we'll just talk about, um, you know, in the game itself, I've, uh, not much is going on. Like, uh... I did all those events in Master Duels last time. Um, I did all the events in Duel Links. I got all the cards that I needed. Um, I'm really just just um, getting by. And in terms of life, uh, like I said before, less than a month I'll be going to Japan. So there's going to be a um, little bit of a break. But uh, I talked about trying to find Konami headquarters and getting them to uh, give me some promo stuff. But that's probably not going to happen. Um, I don't know if I could just get by by showing, like, uh, something related to Duel Links to people in, like, a game store or something. I do plan on going to a, um, some kind of store that sells Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like, some kind of store there and get something, like, some kind of card. Not really, like, an expensive card or anything like that, but a card related to some archetype I've played. Like, a lot in either Duel Links or Master Duels, just something... Like a nice moment, memento piece for myself. Um, I don't know if they get uh, get in contact with uh, Konami on the horn, you know. Uh, but it's probably not going to happen. But uh, yeah, I've been working towards my things. Um, that's that's coming up and um, also everything else with that. So this week in eSports, a lot of movers and shakers. You know, continuation of the new meta. Uh, we were in a Phantom Knights meta now. Let's go with Duel Link Grand Prix 15, Grand Harriers Tournament. And this is as as evident as it seems. The uh, Phantom Knights, you know, top representation here. And also 11 of the top 32. So we were in a meta where it was very split up. A whole lot of variety. Now Phantom Knights are the top deck for sure. First place, Tiero Pilot. Treason Phantom, Phantom Knights. Phantom Knights are where they are with uh, a few reasons to skill Trees and Phantom. It helps the Dark Rebellion Xyz Dragon. We have the Requiem Xyz Dragon. We have Phantom Knights Rank Up Magic Launch. And we have Phantom Knights of Stained Greaves. So all of this goes together. Push this to the top deck slot. Um, I mean, it's pretty standard fare at this point. You get your three copies of your Ancient Cloak, your Ragged Gloves, your Silent Boots, two copies of Stained Greaves. Include the Phantom Knights rank up magic launch. Phantom Knights wing, of course. And then you throw in your, your tech cards. You have three Book of Moon, two Forbidden Lands, one Ice Dragon's Prison, two Compulsory Evac device. Um, extra deck, you know, you have two Dark Rebellion XZs, Dark Requiem XZs, uh, Phantom Knights of Breaksword's a core piece there. Another rank three, Levier the Sea Dragon. With Nightmare Phoenix as a link monster and a rank four in Malevolent Sin. Extra deck, we have, um, like a side deck, sorry. 
They they do pack this card Diamond Dust, which destroys water cards, which makes me think there's some kind of um I guess the counter counter the Mermail deck that's around. Second place Bixie, Treason Phantom, Phantom Knights. Again, we have the same formula here. Except they do a little different. This player does a little something different. Uh, instead of three copies of Ancient Cloak, they do include a Fragile Armor, which is a level 4 card. And with that, three copies of the Ragged Gloves, the Silent Boots, and the Stained Greaves. Uh, you know, the the tech cards you play around with, um, previous player put, you know, Limit 3, Ice Dragon's Prison, and 2 Compulsory Evac. This player plays 2 Crackdown, so... Top 4, Puzzling Volk. Fairy Smile, Starry Dragon. So this is a Starry Dragon deck. Not a deck you see a whole lot in the meta. Three copies of Starry Knight, Starry Dragon. Three copies of Starry Knight, Rael. One copy of Starry Knight, Astel. Three copies of Starry Knight, Flamel. Three copies of Starry Knight, Balefire, which just seems to be like the main uh, spell that they use. Starry Knight, one copy of Starry Knight, Ceremony. One copy of Starry Knight, Arrival. And then some tech cards, two Book of Moon. Two Ice Dragons Prison and Compulsory Evac Device. Extra deck Dark Rebellion Exes Dragon, Abyss Dweller, a Fairy Cheer Girl, so a bunch of rank fours, Nightmare Unicorn, Nightmare Phoenix, Brute Enforcer, Hip Ho Shinging, and Link Disciple. And top four Shoma, Shanka, Shang Shang, uh, Odd Eyes, Pendulum Dragon deck, Pendulum Performer Pal deck, three copies of Odd Eyes Pendulum Dragon. Two Performer Pal Skull Crowbat Joker, two Shangku Magician, three Performer Pal Second Donkey, one Noble Dragon Magician, one Shang Sheng Magician, one Odd Eyes Arc Pendulum Dragon, one Dragon Pulse Magician, three Spiral Flame Strike, two Book of Moon, and a Econ. Alright, let's jump into Duel Links Entertainment Main Phase 75. First place, Mr. Paravax, Shangku Shang Sheng, uh, Odd Eyes Pendulum Magician. Um, you know, you still got your core cards, the Pendulum Dragon, the Skull Crowbat Joker, Shang He, Shang Shang, sure. Second Donkey. This deck also r- runs, you know, Performer Pals have like a million cards. This, this deck has the Performer Pal Long Phone Bull. Uh, I, don't, I don't really want to elaborate on this, but they do run that. They also run the Radish Horse, so it's like two different cards you can do there. You get really creative with that deck. Second place, Aaliyah. Phantom Knight, uh, Treason Phantom, Phantom Knights. Um, you know, at this point, we've seen it all. This uh, Limit 3, Ice Dragon's Prison, two copies of that, and a Crackdown. So you can just play around for your Limit 3 cards according to the meta, I guess. Top 4, No User. Shanka Shang Sheng, uh, Odd Eyes Pendulum Dragon. This deck seems to be not bad. Like, it seems to be decent in this meta showing up in a lot of top fours i do it's an interesting development because th- some of these cards are really strong like former pal skull crow by joker is one of the best cards around i think um and pendulum pendulum you know it doesn't have a lot of momentum here but could get a pretty it just swarms the board so well like i play pendulum magicians in master duels and i think it's a very strong deck and top four, negative one, longtime player, Command of the Doom King, Triple D. This is a different different build here. So you got three copies of Triple D Doom King Armageddon, one copy of Double D Swirl Slime, three copies of Triple D Oblivion King Abyss Ragnarok, two copies of Double D Savant Kepler, and one copy of Double D Savant Thomas. Know that 
This deck has a lot of limits on it. Limit 1 on Savant Thomas, Limit 2 on Savant Kepler, Limit 3 on Swirl Slime, and 2 copies of the Dark Contract with Gate. So the other spicy things in this deck, 3 copies of Into the Void, which is a heavy card draw card. 2 copies of Card of the Soul, so that's to toss something with uh, 2400, I believe. Um, no, that's the 4000, right? So, who has 4,000? I guess uh, Triple D, Doom King, Armageddon does. Three copies of Book of the Moon. This is just like a heavy, uh, you know, rank 8 XZ's deck. Because they do run, you know, Zombie Steen. They have Coach King, Giant Trainer. They have the Galaxy Eyes package. They have Santa Fun, the Sky Prison. So, it's really just for some rank 8 um, shenanigans here. And uh, let's see, main phase 76 as well. First place, Sanji 64, main event, Guki. Uh, so this is a nerfed version of Guki. It looks a lot different. One copy of Guki Suprex, because that's all they allow. So it's like a good, you know, limit three, triple whammy here. So Guki Suprex, Guki rematch, Guki finishing move, that's it. One copy of Risk Scorpio, two copies of Twist Cobra, two copies of Headbat, and one copy of Octo Stretch. Reinforcement of the army. And then it's all control cards from here. Two Book of Moon. Warning Point. Three Paleozoic Canadian. Two Expendable Die. And two Transmigration Prophecies. That's kind of taking the place of some slots in the deck. Second place, Tacne 1. Treason Phantom. Ooh, so this is Phantom Knights Burning Abyss. This is some spice here. So Phantom Knights, we got three copies of Ancient Cloak. Three copies of Ragged Gloves. Three copies of Silent Boots. One copy of Stained Greaves, one Phantom Knight's rank of Magic Launch, two Phantom Knight's Wing, and Phantom Knight's Sword. Burning Abyss, no Tour Guide. Three copies of Skarm, one copy of Seer, two Farfa, two Libic, three Alich, one Rubik, one Barbar, two MST, and Dark Hole. So, yeah, they really. They really threw this tech together with those two archetypes. It's like a f- equal representation of both decks. Um, you do have Dark Requiem XZs and Dark Rebellion XZs, Phantom Knights Break Sword, and then the rest of them are the Burning Abyss cards. Virgil, 2 Dante, and 2 Beatrice. Top 4, Triple D, Boral Launch, Rocket. So it's a Rocket deck. 3, Rocket Tracer, 3, Magna Rocket Dragon, 2, Silver Rocket Dragon, 3, Metal Rocket Dragon, 2 Book of Moon, 3 Quick Launch, 3 Dragon's Mirror, and Boot Sector Launch. Extra deck, 2 copies of Borlode, Furious Dragon, Dark End Dragon, Evil Swarm Nightmare, Malevolent Sin, Borlode Dragon, Quad Boral Dragon, Booster Dragon. And top 4, Zomboy, Minds of the Planet, Burning Abyss. This is a pure Burning Abyss deck like the old way. 1 Tour Guide, 2 Fiendish Rhino Warrior, 3 Skarm, 1 Seer, 2 Farfa, three, 2 Libic, 2 Alich, 2 Rubik, 2 Barbar, and Draghig. A rare, probably the biggest bench warmer of the set. 3 MST, 1 Galaxy Cyclone, 1 Dark Hole, 1 Fiend Griefing. So the tier list, the power rankings, whatever you want to call them. Tier 1, Phantom Knights are here. Soul Tier 1 deck at this point, 22.2. I only expect this to keep going up. Um, they're starting to have flavors of Phantom Knights now, as evidenced by 
uh, not only the burning of the uh, burning abyss decks we saw, but there's also the you know the one that runs the level four monster. So it's a different variation. Phantom Knights are not you know one singular deck. Tier two we have Mech Knights at fourteen point five. They've fallen off their tier one. Gookie at seven point eight. Salamangrades are back in it at seven point five. Tier three we have Infernoids at five point six and Rose Dragons at four point six. Mech Knights and Salamangrates, I mean Salamangrates and Code Talkers are kind of like they kind of joined into one deck recently. Alright, so it's the twenty fifth anniversary campaign of the card game. Twenty five years ago, nineteen ninety eight, yeah. That was that was when it launched in Japan, I think. I don't think it came to America um for a bit. Until seventh grade, when was that? Seventh grade was two thousand one. So I guess it's not the American one, but it's kind of like when the game the OCG was first released, I'm guessing. And they're giving away a bunch of things, um you know, like different things with it. Two cards, Prismatics, the Dark Magician Girl, Alternate Art, and Magic Cylinders. The Magic Cylinders released for the first time. Everyone should know what this card does. Trap card. When an opponent's monster declares an attack target, the attacking monster negate the attack if you do inflict damage equal to the half of the opponent's of that monster's attack. This is one of the better battle phase only traps. It took a while for it to come to duelings, but here it is. It's still very playable. Old, but good. Uh, battle phase only traps are a bit... They're not as good as they were. Like If, everyone, if it was that way, everyone would be running Wall of D, right? But MST is being played in a lot of decks. Um, so, you know, like, it could get knocked out easily. But, like, the upside of this card is just so good. You negate an attack and inflict burn damage. So, in essence, it could swing a game. Because you stop that attack. It could take game-ending battle damage if they're hitting with, like, a big monster. And you could just, like, you know get ready for your next turn, and they end their turn. There's no main phase 2, so that makes the Magic Cylinder even better. I do expect this to see play. I don't think it's limited 1 right now. I don't think I'm, that doesn't really matter, because you could you could run... No, it does matter, because in Duel Links, you could run only one limit 1. That's not like Master Duels. You could run like a lot of limit 1s in the deck. So The fact that it's not limit 1 is a big deal. Um... Allows it to be splashed into different decks. I do, you know, like it should be better as a late game card. I think, um, like if you know your opponent's packing MSTs, you don't really want to spend it right away. But like, you can't really play around that. At the same time, your opponent could be playing no MSTs, right? So, yeah, um, I do expect this card to see some play. Next topic, we have the Tag Duel Tournament happening now. Um, and it's pretty fast nowadays. Like, it's like you only have to do, like, a couple matches each. So it's a lot more enjoyable now, I think. Um, it's not... Some some events at this point for long-time players like me is, are painful. Like, you just have to auto-duel non-stop. It's a huge grind. I, I can't say that this Tag Duel Tournament is. Um, and it's a PvE event, which is a lot easier than a PvP event for sure, so let's get to it. 
So we have, let's see the old cards. Uh, Fortune Lady Fire. Um, I don't really play Fortune Lady anymore, but that's a card there. Um, Water Spy Protection, I've mentioned before, is kind of like an interesting budget, you know, protection card. Galaxy Cleric, that could be useful sometimes. Puzzlomo, the drop in Deleter. That, that, that card sees some play sometimes. So some of these old cards are a bit useful. But let's get to the new ones. Lose a Rhythm, the Stringent. This is a wind rank 3 fiend, 2 level 3 monsters, 1500 attack, 1000 defense. When a Jin XZ's monster you control is attacking an opponent's monster, during the damage step you can detach an XZ's material. The attacking monster's attack is doubled during the end phase. Until the end phase. The Jin's are not like a standalone deck. So basically this card is rank 3, double its attack. So it's going to be 3000 attacker on a monster. So it's interesting because this is like just 1,500. Three, uh, rank 3 hitting for 3,000 is above average. And it's kind of like a beater. It's kind of like um, Agaga Cowboy was like an early rank 4 card. It kind of does the same thing. It just buffs itself a lot. So this could sneak into some decks like some rank 3. Burning Abyss maybe. Uh, a pure version of... Um, Phantom Knights probably doesn't want to use this card because the, the Dark Rebellion XEs is probably a superior card to this, but you could fit this in as a rank 3, hit for 3,000. Not the worst card. And Spiderweb, this is a field spell. If a monster declares an attack, it is changed to defense at the end of the damage step. It cannot change its battle position until the end phase of its controller's next turn, while this card remains on the field. Interesting card. The monster that attacks is switched to defense after the damage step, and it can't switch back to attack until the end next phase, like the next turn's end phase, so they're pretty much stuck in defense. This has potential as a control card for link decks, because link decks, their link monsters cannot be turned to defense, so they could still attack. Um, your opponent's not running link monsters, they're going to get screwed by this, uh, and they're going to want to remove this right away, so... Definitely a side deck card. Uh, this is these two cards are one. Of, this is one of the more interesting cards. I think that pretty good reward to get. Uh, I would go for three of this, um, especially if you have a way to like cheat out a field spell. It's even better. So like, you can kind of lock down your opponent. There's like tricky lockdown cards you could start running. This is a very primitive way of doing it, but it's still it's still a way of locking down attack only decks. So. Plus points here for this uh, spider web. I would both of these rewards. I would just go for as many of it, like try to get as many as I could. All right, so we got Quentin in Zexel World. He's just roaming duels to so try to get as much dual assessment as you can. And um, just a comment about this guy. He's the brother of older brother, I believe, of Trey and Quattro. And going along with the anime thing, I wonder why guys who look kind of old are like, he's probably like 15 or something. Like probably, They probably do something like he's 15 years old or something. But he looks like he could be like 20, but whatever. Alright, so we got some of these cards. Uh, two new cards here. He's like a machine specialist, I'm guessing, because of all these machine cards. He's the Zexel Bandit Keith. Uh, these old cards aren't that good. Let's just get to the new ones. 
BES Big Core Mark III, light level 8 machine, 2700 attack, 1900 defense. If your opponent controls a monster, you control no monsters. You can special summon this card from your hand in defense. If this is normal or special summon, place three counters on this card. It cannot be destroyed by battle. At the end of the damage step, if this card battled, remove a counter from this card. You cannot destroy it. You can banish this from your graveyard, shuffle all BES cards from your graveyard to your deck. So really the main use of this card, despite all the effects, are free special summon level 8. You can make a rank 8 Xyz. There's a bunch of other cards like this. Schwartz Child Limit Dragon, Parsec the Interstellar Dragon. I'm not sure if these cards are in Duel Links, but they ramp onto the board. Rank 8 Xyz. It's kind of like a all-purpose use instead of Galaxy. Galaxy just does it so much better, right? Galaxy gets that rank 8 out. And rank 8 is really good. You have that 3-card Galaxy Dragon package. So that's just worth running in any deck, like if you could fit rank 8 in. Like we saw that triple D deck at uh, negative 1 played. This is like a generic version of that. And, you know, Galaxy doesn't need anything else. So it's a package. So this BES Big Core Mark III is not a bad card. Um... If you're just trying to run rank 8. Now it would be better if it had synergy of other stuff. But it doesn't. But it's like you know BES cards. They're kind of different levels. So you can't really can't really mess with it. But it's a free rank 8. Um, if we had bigger decks. This would be definitely useful. Um, I could see it. With a machine light synergy maybe. You you would ru- want to run this card in in something with like light machine synergy, and you can want to fit in that galaxy eyes dragon package. Here here's a card for that. All right, the other card is called Fantastic Stryborg, wind level five machine, twenty two hundred attack, twenty two hundred defense. It kind of reminds me of a Morphtronic card, but it's not. Monsters tributed for the face of tribute summon of this card are returned to the hand instead of going to the graveyard. Once per turn, you can discard a card, return all cards your opponent controls in this card's column to the hand. This has decent abilities. You could bounce three cards, theoretically, if you could line up a spot with the extra monster, the main monster row, and the back row. So if you can line that up, you can hit three, but most of the time you go for two, I think, with this. If your opponent doesn't know how to position, you go for two. So you could kind of bounce two cards back. That's nice, right? Yeah, discard a card. You have to pay a cost. But that's not really what the backbreaker is. The backbreaker is this is a level 5. If he stats 2200, and you have to tribute summon. So, there's no way to get this guy out. Like, like <laughs> there's no way at all. Um, there's no synergy with anything, I don't think. And, uh, you know, you get this little ability. It's like you tribute something, and you get the card back. Like, you're going to need to ramp, so... Yeah, it's just too much. Like this card itself is a win condition. Like you're bouncing cards, but then they could counter it. You know, like they could flip sky over. It's it's not that good. Like it has that good ability. You know, upside right, bouncing a bunch of cards. But at the end of the day, your tribute or discarding a card, they could still counter it. It's not not a good card. Alright, so it's a Dark Magician thing. Structure Deck EX, Secret of Magicians. It goes along with the 
25th anniversary because they gave you a Dark Magician Girl. You could run it with this deck or whatever. Um, this deck... So they give you Dark Magic Circle, which is interesting. They give you Chocolate Magician Girls. They give you all the Magician Girls. They give you Magicalized Fusion. So they give you some pieces for like farming, a farming deck. The Magician Girls is a notorious farming deck with the Quintet Magician. Uh, they give you Dark Magic Circle, which is nice. Dark Hex Sealed Fusion they gave like a million times. Dark Hex Sealed Fusion is in Dawn of Destiny, Return of Red Eyes, Thousand Illusion, Selection Box Mini Volume 1, Sword of Paladin, and now Secret Dragons. You must have like a million Dark Hex Sealed Fusion. But this set has four new cards, which is what we'll talk about now. You are the Dark Magicians. That sounds cool. Dark level 8 Spellcaster Fusion. Dark Magician or Dark Magic Girl plus Spellcaster Malkster. 2800 attack, 2300 defense. Once per turn, if a spell or trap card or effect is activated, you can draw a card. Then if it was a spell or trap, you can set it. If it was a trap or quick play, you can activate it this turn. If this is destroyed, you can special summon both one Dark Magician and one Dark Magician Girl. From your hand, deck, or graveyard. Interesting card. There's a few ways you can summon this. You can use Eye of Tamias, that does it. Magicalized Fusion, which we get in this box. Or, this new card, Secrets of Dark Magic. You can play around with what you want to do with it. Um, you have to run Dark Magician or Dark Magician Girl. There's benefits to both. In uh, any spellcaster. You'll probably run, wind up using the same ones. Like, you're not going to make a standalone... Let me see if anyone's even playing this card. It is being played. Uh, okay, yeah, there's a bunch of cards you can use. You could use, like, you know, Apprentice, Illusion, Magician. You could use Magician's Rod. You could run Blue Boy in this deck if you want to. Yeah, people are having fun with this deck. It goes along with other cards that, yeah. There seems to be a deck coming up. Like, Blue Boys in this deck, which is very interesting. Anyhow, um, it lets you draw a card, and you can set it automatically, and play it automatically, which is nice. Like, it's it's a good card to use. Like, you could do, like, Magical Dimension, which is a new card we get. You could run Destined Rivals, which is a trap card, um... See what else are people are doing. Bloodgate trap hole warning point. So the ability to play a spell off the bat is kind of strong. There's spell book of um green spell book. I forgot what that's called, but that you could play that. You could play MST. You could play Book of Moon. So the ability like if you have this card, you could pack as many quick plays or trap cards to increase the uh, the probability that you'll draw that card. You can play Super Polymerization if you want. There's a lot of upside with different trap cards and quick plays that you can play with this card, uh, which is very nice. You could customize your deck a number of different ways. Also, it comes with stickiness. Um, it gets destroyed, and you can get two monsters on the board. And if you have the Dark Magic Circle, it's even better. You could banish something. There's a lot of control potential here. A lot of combo control potential. Um, 
Just can't play around quick banish though, like a banish or bounce effect. It has to get destroyed. Um, I don't think Dark Magicians are becoming like a tiered deck with this these cards, but it's a very fun card to play. Probably hit King of Games with it easily. Just a just a good card. Like the ability to like pack different quick plays and traps and just activate them right away. Very unexpected, very powerful. A lot of de different deck building possibilities here. I, I like this card. Alright, another UR, Secrets of Dark Magic, quick play. Activate one of the following effects. Fusion, summon a fusion monster from your extra deck using monsters from your hand or field, including Dark Magician or Dark Magician Girl as fusion material. Or, Ritual, summon a ritual monster from your hand by attributing monsters from your hand or field, including Dark Magician or Dark Magician Girl, whose levels equal or exceed the level of the ritual monster. So, first off, this is not the best uh, fusion card, because of the requirements like the cards have to be in the hand or the field whereas the best fusion cards do it straight from the deck so you don't have to look for the cards so it's a little situational in that but it's good for being a quick play and it's good for including ritual monsters so if you did want to run ritual monsters this is an option right now that's probably not the play because they're not good enough but they're never good enough <laughs> but uh, the quick play nature is good because, one, it lets you hit and then fuse and hit again. So there's offense there. And there's also defense. Quick play lets you dodge stuff. Like they could target your fusion. You could dodge it with this card, make a new fusion monster. So, yeah. The ability, the quick play nature of it's really good. Hit, fuse, hit, or dodge and hit. You know, like, plays are really good they the the offense and defense thing it does is very solid magical dimension this is another quick play if you control a spellcaster target a monster you control tribute that target then special summon a spellcaster from your hand then you can destroy a monster on the field this requires some skill to play i think this card it's all-purpose spellcaster card tribute a monster special summon a spellcaster Destroy a monster. You could obviously attack and then remove that monster, tribute that monster, a new one, and then pop your opponent's monster. Um, or gonna be some combo potential this card. You could use Fortune Lady Light. Play her, destroy her, and then play another Fortune Lady Water or something. Or a Fortune Lady Dark, Fortune Lady Fire. Do some more stuff. This is a card that... Like it, it, like I said, it requires some skill to play, I think. it's, But I think... I think it's worth running, for sure. Finally, Piercing the Darkness Continuous Spell. If, a norm, if you normal or special summon a non-token normal monster, you can draw a card. When an attack is declared involving an opponent's monster and a monster you control its level 5 or higher... Or was Ritual Summoned using a normal monster? Or was Fusion, Synchro, or Exit Summoned using a normal monster? You can make that monster you control gain the attack equal to that opponent's monster's attack until the end of this turn. This is normal monster support. First you draw a card when you summon a normal monster, so that's one. And then if you use that normal monster for Ritual, Fusion, Exit, or Synchro material, it gains the attack of the enemy monster. So, 
There's some OTK potential here. I don't think it's the best in, in this Dark Magician thing, but I think it's a Blue Eyes card, because Blue Eyes, you know, obviously have the most attack of any normal monster. Um, and the fact that you can use the Blue Eyes to make, like, the fusion or whatever, it makes it pretty good. Like, you could do OTK stuff with this on Blue Eyes, so I think this is definitely a Blue Eyes card. Um... Obviously, it fits in any deck with normal monsters, so, you know, potentially with, um, what's that deck called? Uh, those guys, you know, uh, Metal Foes. Like, Metal Foes are normal monsters. Yeah, I think there's different fits for it, so, definitely hard to consider for normal decks. Red Eyes, maybe. Red Eyes have lower, lowest attack, though, but whatever. Alright, um, I guess in Master Duels, we have that, you know, Duelist Cup again, but there's not, it's not like a themed event or anything, that's so all, skip that. And that, that's all the time I have for today. Upcoming news, um, not much left. Late March, obtain a new Legendary Duelist and, uh, Mission Circuit. So that's it, this is an abbreviated episode, uh, thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Take care.